I just want us all to give ourselves permission to be a little bit more selfish with pouring into ourselves and doing the things that are going to make us feel most fulfilled in our lives. Grown Girl Gang, welcome back to the Girl We Grow Now podcast. This podcast is for all of us who are out here trying to navigate life as best as we can, and we are on the journey to live our most fulfilled lives. If that is you, then you are in the right place. And if you are new here, welcome. I am your host, Victoria, and I truly want to be the best version of myself and live life to the fullest. That is exactly why I released the episodes that I do because I also want that for everyone else. I literally cannot believe that we are in the final stretch of the year. This year went by extremely fast for me. I feel like I blinked and all of a sudden we will be entering a new year. But I must say that the last few months have just been a blur for me and I've been nonstop working my nine to five job and I've just been so, so busy with work and life that I have been feeling beyond exhausted. I don't know if any of you all can relate to that, but it's just been a lot of pressure and it's been so challenging to keep up with things. As much as I love this podcast, the pressure and the burnout that I've been feeling from my nine to five job is so much so that it has even been hard at times to find the strength and motivation to do this. And that is really how I know that it is burnout because when it becomes hard to find energy to do the things that you love, then that's when it's time to really take a step back, reevaluate and slow down a bit because that is a sign of burnout. It has also been extremely hard not to be super critical of myself and just the episodes that I've been putting out because I know that I'm not spending as much time as I want to be spending on this just because it is a busy season and just a really challenging time right now. But the other day, I had to give myself the biggest pep talk because I committed to myself from day one that no matter what happens in my life, whether it's with work or personal life, I'm going to show up every week with an episode and I've really been able to find so much grace for myself in that and just knowing that I've held true to that since I have been doing this podcast. One thing that I really had to remind myself of is that if I let myself get caught up into perfectionism, into being overly critical of myself, I'm literally going to never put out an episode. And the thing is, the more you do something, the better you become no matter what. So really holding yourself back in the name of perfectionism or not thinking that what you're doing is good enough is just going to slow you down. Also, it is so interesting how usually the things that we are overly critical of and we just feel like we're failing at, it can really help someone who is listening. So that's one thing that I've learned is that when I make episodes that I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. And then I get a DM from someone who's like, oh my gosh, thanks for the episode. It's really helped me with XYZ. That is the most satisfying thing and it is the best compliment ever because it's a reminder of why I do this and it's just something that I'm truly grateful for that people tune in and that people are really finding these episodes helpful because honestly, I'm really putting out things that I know that I need in hopes that like people who are on the same page and on the same journey are also going to feel like these are tips and tricks and things that they want to hear and things 
things that they find useful. So yeah, so it's just been a time for me, but I'm happy and I'm grateful that I am still choosing to show up for myself, to show up for this podcast, and also to continue to connect with you all because it really does bring me so much joy. And kind of thinking of all that and giving myself that pep talk that I really needed to hear, it also just reminded me about earlier this year when I got my latest tattoo, it's a diamond with flowers coming out of it. And I know I am literally about to say the most cliche and like corny thing, but it's okay because that is me and I'm going to say it anyway. But the reason why I got this tattoo with a diamond, it's because most of us know that diamonds are made at very high pressures and temperatures. And we all know how beautiful diamonds are, how most of us probably do love a good diamond. And And when I was thinking about getting this tattoo, it was because I knew that I was about to embark on this journey of really going after my dreams because I was just so tired of feeling complacent and stagnant in my life and just not being completely fulfilled. And I knew in my journey that I was going to have to put so much effort and so much grit, especially considering that I was going to still be working my nine to five in a very demanding field and also in a really fast-paced industry that is also for a private company. So generally, if you've ever worked for smaller or private companies, you tend to take on a lot more work and it's just a really demanding place to be, to be honest, but you also do learn and grow a lot. So that's like the trade-off depending on what you are trying to gain. But anyways, in saying all that, I just knew that it was going to be a lot for me to go after my dreams while continuing to work this nine to five. And I just knew that I did not want to let any of those circumstances break my focus and deter me and be the reason why I wouldn't pursue the things that I truly wanted. And I also didn't want it to be an easy excuse for me to say that I don't have time because the reality is it does take a lot of my time. I work more than 40 hours a week and it's just not one of those eight and skate jobs. And I decided that I can make an excuse as to why I don't have time to do the things that I want to do and to go after the dreams that I have. Or I can let this experience elevate my life and I can use this as a tool for growth. So that is where the diamond come from because no matter the pressure or the high temp or high state chaotic things that I am going to have to work through and come up against, I am going to do what I need to do to get to the desired end result that I have, which is to reach my goals and work towards my dream life, which for me is that beautiful diamond that will be formed when I get there. And once I get there, I will literally be giving myself all the flowers. So that is like the corny slash cliche reason behind my tattoo. But honestly, what matters is that it matters to me. So I just was like, yes, totally getting this. And I think at the end of the day, what we all have to remember is that life isn't always going to be rainbows and sunshine and it's going to get challenging at times and it can be so exhausting but I am so committed to showing up for myself and my dreams that I know through my determination and hard work I am building the necessary discipline that is no doubt going to get me the life of my dreams. So I say all of that to say that I don't know who needs to hear this but if you are weary and you feel so exhausted and you just want to completely give up, I 
understand. I literally am there. I feel you on such a personal level. I can totally relate. But what I want to say is that when you get to that place, that is your sign that you do need to slow down. You need to take a rest and you need to recoup whatever that looks like for you. But it doesn't mean that you have to stop and that you have to give up. Once you've taken the rest, once you've taken the time to slow down and reset, that is when you can get back in there, keep going towards your dreams so that you can get to your end result and so that you can make your dreams your reality. The worst thing that you can do is to give up on yourself or to not even try and to let your dreams just become a faint memory of what could have been. And the last thing that you want is to live with the regret of never trying or never completely going after the things that set your soul on fire. This is your sign to not give up. It's your sign to keep pushing forward. It's your sign to try and to not let any temporary things hold you back from your dreams and your goals. So that leads me into the topic for today's episode. So I want to one, talk about how excited I am that the new year is coming up. I do feel like 2023 was a year of trials for me and a year of perseverance. And you know, that is okay because we all have those periods in life. But I do feel like it's kind of like a light at the end of the tunnel that is coming. So in today's episode, I want to talk about taking the time to reflect. And I also want to share some things that I will be taking with me into 2024. So before I dive into that, I have to to talk about this interview that I saw with Oprah and I'm going to paraphrase what she said but in this interview Oprah was asked what makes people successful or how do people get success something like that she said the people who get to where they want to go are the people who know where they want to go and she said in order to get to that place you have to ask yourself what do I really want and then from there your habits and systems that you set for yourself should align with your vision so when I heard heard that for me, that looks like letting go of the things that are no longer serving me and that aren't adding value and happiness into my life. That also looks like committing and not letting excuses be what is holding me back from my vision. I also see a lot of sacrifice and discipline that would go into also going after my dreams and my vision. But what Oprah really highlighted was so important. And when you think about it, it seems so simple. But I do think a lot of us really jump into things without getting a clear idea of what we actually want and making sure that what our vision is, is actually ours and not a vision that someone else placed on us. So I truly believe before you go after reaching your goals and making your dream life your reality, you have to get very clear and be very sure what it is that you want. And no one can decide that for you. That is a decision that you have to own and make for yourself. And I do want to say that if you just aren't sure, that is okay. I just think that that is the best place to start with really exploring and figuring out what it is that you actually want. There literally is no reason that you should rush into going after something if you aren't even sure it's what you want to do. So if you are someone who's just not sure, just let this be your year of exploration. Do things that you always wanted to do. Try new things and just be a sponge. And I think when you get more experiences, you 
you are going to get a clearer picture of what you like. And I think that could really help you figure out what it is that you want your life to look like or what it is that you want to go after in terms of goals. So now that it is the last month of the year, I think there's no better time than now to really reflect on all aspects of your life and just do a deep dive of how you feel like your year went. If you already did this, then I love it because you are just so ahead of the game. But if you have just been busy and haven't had the time like me, this is the perfect time to start. And this is exactly what I'm starting to do. really just reflecting on how your year has went and then also visualizing and thinking about what you want your life to look like is really key in this exercise. So what I do when I take this time to reflect is I consider all aspects of my life from my career, my relationships, wellness, my lifestyle, and I really think about what went well, what did I achieve that I wanted to, what did I kind of let fall to the side because I got too busy, and I will ask myself a series of questions. Some of the questions that I ask are, how much did I invest in myself? What time did I spend learning new things? And how much time did I spend on doing hobbies? What did I gain from my job this year? How have I grown in my work? And what skills have I gained that are going to get me to the next level in my career? So those are just a few questions that I like to ask myself. But really, there are so many questions that you can ask yourself in each life category. And really, when you ask yourself those questions, answer honestly, because this is your time to have an honest conversation with yourself and really reflect. And it's okay if you didn't reach any of your goals from this year. If this year was hard for you, just pat yourself on the back knowing that you are making it through and that you are still here and you are still trying and you are still doing what needs to be done. So really, this is just a time to see where you're at. It's not a time to beat yourself up. It's a chance to reflect, see where you are, and then just make plans for the things that you want to do and what you want your life to look like next year. So really the point of this, It's not to over plan and it's not to take out any spontaneity in life. It really is just to make sure that you are working towards the things that you want to because you don't want to wake up one day years from now and realize, wow, I just feel stuck. I'm stagnant. I've never accomplished the things that you want to do. If you were not actively and intentionally working on the things that you want to accomplish, trust me, they're not going to get done because life is going to pass you by. The days go so fast. Life is so busy and it's so easy to be on autopilot doing the daily things that you're so used to doing. But if you are in a place where you want more out of life, the beauty is that you can go out and get more out of life. It is just dependent on your choices and how you choose to spend your time and how intense intentional you are when you go about this journey. So as I said, I'm going to do my reflection. I'm going to do it in all my life categories that I've mentioned in last week's episode when I was talking about the grown girl glow up. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you listen to that as well. But I will say that one of the key life categories that I will really be focusing on and really reflecting and making serious plans for is my career life because I really want to make sure that I am clear on what I want out of my career now while I'm working on my passions. Given the amount of time that we spend working, I do think that this is a crucial life category to really reflect on and get really clear on. I think it's important to do temp checks on your job, make a list of what you love and the things you don't and see what is keeping you at your current job. Is it that you actually love the work that you do, that you love the company mission and culture, you love your team, you love the cross-functional departments that you work with, or is it that you are comfortable and you are just sticking it out for now? 
Sometimes I think it's so easy to stick things out because it's comfortable, it's what we know, and we just go with the status quo. And sometimes it can even be because of the fear of the unknown. For example, if you love your manager and you love your team and you love your company culture, it can be really scary deciding to leave the company and try a new company because there's no guarantee that you're going to like your manager or your team. But something that you also have to remember to consider is what is the cost of constantly sticking it out at an unfulfilling job and what benefit outside of a paycheck to afford life are you getting from your job? If that's enough for you, then that is fine. But if it isn't and you want more, make a pros and cons list and then from there, write out what you are looking for in your dream job or at least your for right now job and then use that as you start your job search. I just think we have to be mindful and we have to be really careful to not just stick it out because you get into the habit of sticking things out that you don't even like. And then I think that's another time when you could end up waking up one day and feeling like you are just unfulfilled and unsatisfied with life and that you settled. And I think that's the beauty of being proactive and being intentional in these kind of reflections because you can hopefully avoid that because you're taking the time to really think about it and to check in with yourself. So that is one of the reasons why I think it's so crucial to have these check-ins with yourself and have these moments of reflection. And truly, I would take this approach with every important category to help you start to know what it is that you truly want. So the format for me that I use is to write down my life category. So if that's career, I will write down some questions to help me reflect and then I will write down, okay, what is it that you want? And when I do this, I get so specific and clear on the kind of job I want, the salary that I want, if I want it to be remote or hybrid or an office, the kind of manager that I want to have. Just get really detailed and clear. The more clear you are, the better because then you really are going to be sure. So when you're looking for the job, you can look up the company culture if there's a specific culture that you want and you can read reviews from employees. You can also be really specific with the kind of job you want so that when you're doing your job search, like you're really clear on the kind of jobs that you're going to be applying for. And also this is going to be helpful for when you get into the interview process because if you are looking for very specific things, you're going to know what kind of questions to ask the interviewer. I have a really good episode with Melissa. It's an earlier episode and she goes into questions that we can ask them to make sure that we aren't getting cookie cutter answers, but we're asking the questions in a way that they have to give a more authentic and thought out answer for. So I love that episode. I will make sure that I link that in the show notes so that you guys can easily get to it because I think that's a really helpful episode if you decide that you want to start looking for a new company to work for. Okay, so after you take the time to reflect on each important life category for you and to write out what it is you want, then I think a really great exercise is to write out your best case scenario life statement for 2024. So this means take everything that you wrote in your reflection and analysis that you did for your life and then write out what your life is going to look like in 2024 as if you have already achieved or you are achieving the things that you wrote out that you want to go after in 2024. So let me give you an example. So say one of your goals when you 
you were looking at income and finances is that you want to save $5,000 in the first three months of the year. So if I was to be writing out what my year is going to look like, I would talk about the beginning of the year. I would talk about the things that I'm doing to cut my cost and how I went about saving the 5k that I'm trying to save. If I also wrote down that I want to get into a relationship, I'm going to be writing out what I'm doing, how I spend my time, how, you know, once a week I go to happy hour and it's the time that I network and meet new people. Whatever it is that you're writing out, like just write out really detailed what you want your life to look like, how you're going to be, how you're going to move through life and just write it out as if you're writing out like a story of your 2024. And then once you write it out with as much detail as possible, I want you to read it out loud to yourself and really solidify that yes, this is my life. This is what I'm going to achieve and this is what I'm working towards. And then once you do that, it's a really good starting point so that you are going to be able to make your action plan to achieve your goals because you've already written out exactly what you'll be doing to get these goals. So the next thing that you need to do is to schedule these things in your calendar, find networking events if you want to go out and mingle and potentially meet your future partner or even if you just want to make new friends. But again, like when you write that life statement, be very specific about how you're moving to achieve these goals so that when it comes to developing your action plan, you can easily write out steps that you're taking in weekly or daily or monthly activities that you are going to attend or that you were going to do to get to these goals. And I'm sure some people can hear this and think that's a lot. I want to say this is not something that you should do in a day. It's something that you can break up and just really take the time to take really seriously because it's your life. So it is serious. And again, I want to say that writing out these things is not you just taking out the spontaneity of life because yeah, if amazing opportunities come up, then take them because that is like really the point of life. It's to go after what you want, but also leave room and space to experience opportunities that come up that you couldn't have planned for. And I think another thing that's really important to say, especially as women, is that if you have a lot of goals that you want to accomplish, I want you to give yourself permission to focus on those goals and to put yourself first. Because when you go after becoming the best version of yourself and making your life more fulfilling, that is going to benefit everyone around you. And people who truly love you and support you are going to want that for you. And they are going to understand. I really think Bang said this the best in a previous episode that I have, but you really have to look at it as it's more selfish for you to not invest in yourself, to not become the best and happiest and most fulfilled version of yourself. Because when we are, we're not going to be able to show up in the way that we need to and that we potentially could for the people in our lives. And as I said, the people that love you and support you, they are going to want this for you. And if someone does happen to be getting upset with you for prioritizing your goals and wanting to better yourself, then you really have to question their intentions because the people in your life who love you should want to see you happy and they should be supportive of your dreams. And we really can't let people's insecurities and limiting beliefs hold us back and keep us stagnant because again, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but if you do that, there's going to be some form of regret. And when that regret comes, you don't want to have resentment towards those people in your life who you feel like may have held you back. So if it's better for you to stay silent about the things you are working on and work on them in silence and then let those people share in the excitement that you have when you end up accomplishing the goal that you have, then that is also fine. But truly, you have to 
to do what's best for you. And I just want us all to give ourselves permission to be a little bit more selfish with pouring into ourselves and doing the things that are going to make us feel most fulfilled in our lives. So I do want to talk about some top things that I am going to take with me into 2024. The first thing is that I'm going to be more in tune with what I like and what I don't like and my strengths and my weaknesses. I'm really going to be more intentional about checking in with myself and seeing how much time do I spend doing things I love versus how much time I spend doing things that I don't like. And when I see that I am doing more things that I don't like, I am going to make changes and do what I need to do to switch that. Because if you want to live a more fulfilled life, you have to be doing things that you actually like doing. Another thing that I will be doing in 2024, which I must say is really a bit of a challenge for me, but it's going to be watching less TV and instead filling up this time, learning something new or doing something that's going to get me closer to my goals or add more value into my life. And so that might look like exploring new hobbies, networking and meeting new people, just whatever it is that's adding value to my life or just helping me be happier and helping me go after my goals. That is what I want to spend most of my non-work time doing. And then a biggie for me is I'm going to be more intentional with my money and learning how to cut costs and just managing my money better. I think I've always been a little bit more on the spender side, but I just really need to do more saving. Honestly, I want to do more saving so I can travel more, but <laughs> but no, I, I just really want to save more and just be really cognizant of what I'm spending my money on because whenever I have done checks on my bank statements for the month to see how I've been spending my money, generally. I'm just not spending it in the best way. So I think just a part of me being a grown girl is really to do better at cutting costs and being more wise with how I spend money. Another thing I will be doing is letting my imagination fly. I am the ultimate daydreamer and I just find myself daydreaming so often. I'm really going to start getting my journal out in those times when writing down what I'm daydreaming about because I just think it is really important to capture those things because I used to be annoyed with myself with daydreaming because I thought I was losing focus. But I think sometimes when you daydream a lot, it's kind of like you're escaping your reality and you kind of have to ask yourself why. And I think a lot of times when we do, we'll realize it's because we are are not living our most fulfilled lives. And then I just really want to do a little every day. So for me, that's going to look like spending more time going after the things that I love and doing the things I love a little bit every day. So I think a lot of times it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm just going to do this on the weekend. I'm going to do that on the weekend. But just really doing a little something that ignites your passions or brings you happiness every day is going to be life changing. Like I already know that it will be, even though I haven't done it yet. I just I truly know that it's going to be life changing. Another thing that I will be doing more in 2024 is spending more time learning. Honestly, you can never learn enough, but really just honing in on things I want to learn and topics that I'm really interested and curious about and exploring them by reading up on them, researching or, or taking a class or a lesson. But I really want 2024 to be a year of new experiences and really just learning as much as I can and broadening my horizons more and just challenging my perspective on things. I think when we do that, it just really keeps an open mind and I do want to have an open mind about things. 
even just with the traveling I have been doing, I just think it's so eye-opening that people outside of the U.S. truly are so much more in tune on what goes on in the world. Like that's one thing that I have noticed is that when I'm traveling, people are so in tune on what's going on in all parts of the world. And we just have these different conversations that I generally didn't have as much. I mean, I had it within my family because my family is pretty in tune, but like they are not conversations that I would have a lot with people in my age group. So it was really interesting to like see that different dynamic. And then also a big focus of 2024 for me and something that I really am going to be super serious about is creating more balance in my life. My nine to five is not my end all be all. It is a means to an in. So really just doing my best within my work hours and setting limits and boundaries of my time to foster a more balanced lifestyle is going to be key for me. And it's something that really will be a non-negotiable for me. So I know it's been so challenging for me to do that this year, but it's something that I am going to make a huge commitment to myself to make sure that I do in 2024 because I really just have so many other things that I also want to do that I have no choice but to create some sort of balance. All right, so those are the top things that I will be taking into 2024 with me and that I will be focusing on. If those things really piqued your interest or sparked something in you, then you should definitely take that into 2024 as well. All right. Well, that is this week's episode. I hope that you love this episode and that you found something useful. I really do hope that you take the time to reflect and really think about what it is that you envision for your life in 2024. And I hope that you don't settle for less than what you want and what you dream of. All right. Well, that is the episode for this week. I hope you have an amazing week and we will chat next week. Bye, Grown Girl Gang. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, grown girl gang.